Hey Keith, um, my name is Chad. I've been thinking about getting into fishing. <clears throat> I'm glad I found your podcast. Pretty helpful. Um, and I'm I'm wondering like uh, when when is the best time to go fishing? Is it like uh, that movie A River Runs Through It, where you got to wake up super early and then you know go out before the sun comes up? Um, so I, that's one question. And the second question is. Uh, do you like like in that movie do you flick the line so it's like above the water the whole time and then uh when you know there's a fish you snap it into the water and where the fish jumps out and catches it um it seemed pretty cool all right um thanks a lot hey chad thanks for the uh question um see if i can answer this the two-parter uh first part when's the best time to go fishing uh best time of the fishing as far as time of the day is earlier and later. Um, that being said, I have caught fish in the middle of the day, but it tends to the fish activities tend to slow down. They eat early and then they eat late before they go to sleep, or not really before nighttime. So um, dawn and for a couple hours, it's uh, pretty right on for fishing. You'll get a lot more uh, chances to get bites and. Uh, yeah, I just think that covers it a little bit. Um, and then during the season, um, what they call the pre-spawn, it's before the fish start banging um, and, you know, trying to reproduce. So um, early in the spring, they become active, they're feeding, and then they want to reproduce. So that's a good time, April to May. Um, as far as the daytime, it's early and then late as well. You don't have to wake up super early. I usually wait till the sun comes up and then I head out. Or if I get really aggravated that I haven't caught anything, I go out really early. But, um, yeah, early, late in the day, and then early and late. And during the summer, it kind of slows down because it gets hot. Water temperature heats up, and uh, the fish want to stay, keep their body temperature relatively in the same range. So they'll go down a little bit deeper in the summer when it's really hot. So um, just think about it in terms of uh, regulating your body temperature. If you're going to go in the water and it's cold, you're probably not going to be fishing, you're not going to be swimming very fast. Uh, same thing with fish. Um, when the water heats up, they tend to move a little bit more. So same thing with humans. You know, you're going to put more clothing on if it's colder, just to stay warm. They're going to come up as the sun heats that water up. So they'll be coming up to a higher level in the water column. Um, so hopefully that answers that part of the question. Um, and then as far as how I catch fish, um, I don't really keep my lure on top of the water. That would be like a top water presentation that works for bass. Um, sometimes in the spring, you know, uh, pre-spawn, they get aggressive. Um, they'll hit it on top of the water, jump out of the water. Sometimes it's not as frequent as you think, but, uh, it's pretty exciting when it does happen. Um, your adrenaline definitely kicks in. Yeah, like, oh, geez, that thing's out of the water. And then you start cranking and yanking and trying to keep the fish and get it to you. But um, for the most part, when I fish, uh, I'm letting my lure go down into the water. I mean, at least a foot, um, if not further. And depends on the lure I'm using. If I'm using a worm, um, I'm just letting it drop. Most of the time the fish will get it, they'll think it's an actual worm that fell into the water and it's sinking, and they'll come up and nail it. So as your worm drops, if it hits the bottom, 
and you don't get a bite, typically I'll reel it in, cast it back out, or I'll um, kind of jig it. So you kind of pull it off of the bottom of the, you know, um, underneath the river or the lake or the pond. You pull it up, you just raise your rod up, maybe like uh, if it, you're a clock and your rod is straight out perpendicular to your body. You pull it up, uh, say it's like 3 o'clock is perpendicular to body, 12 o'clock is straight up. You'd want to pull it up to like 2. You let it drop again, wait a couple seconds, do that again. And, you know, you can retrieve it that way and you'll sometimes get bites on the way back in. I've done that. That seems pretty successful. But most of the time with like a plastic worm on the retrieve, uh, they'll hit it on the way down. Or if you just let it rest on the bottom for a couple seconds, you know, 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Um, they'll come up and investigate and pull it and, you know, bite that, suck it right in. And then you psh, hook them, hook set. Um, if I'm using different lures, so different lures need to be fished different ways. Spinnerbait um, has like these fins and they rotate, make a lot of water disturbance, catch, catch the fish's attraction, uh, attention. And what you'll do is you'll reel that in. You're reeling it in constantly. Um, and then you're twitching your rod a little bit occasionally. You know, every 15 seconds you twitch your rod, reel, 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 nice and slow. Um, just enough to get the blades on that spinner bait moving. Um, if you're using, oh, what is it? Like a rooster tail, which is just a little, it's like a little spinner bait. It's very small. It's got like a little fin on it. Um, you just want to retrieve that as slow as possible while still making the lure actually do what it's supposed to which is rotate and create a lot of flash off of that little fin to get the fish's attention. So the slower is the better. You don't want it on the ground, you know, underwater, dragging through the sand or the rocks or the twigs, but you want to have it a couple feet, you know, depending on the water. Under, you want to have it down to a level where the fish are at, but you want to retrieve it nice and slow so they can actually catch it. You're not cranking as fast as you can. So typically I'm not a top water guy. Um, I'll have the, the worm just doing its thing, cast out, let it drop, you know, jig it back a little bit, um, and then rinse and repeat. Now you do a fan casting method, which is, um, if you think about 180 degrees from your left to your right, you can, if you think about a fan that way, you can cast to your left, move a little bit to your right, you know, just change your... Uh, angle a little bit until you've created a uh, fan basically that's what a fan cast is and you'll cover a lot of uh, water quickly that way to locate where the fish are and if they're not biting on say you're using a certain color worm um, it's you know you do a fan cast and they don't pick up on anything but switch it up a little bit I change the color uh, I might go completely opposite so if I'm using a white worm I'd switch to a like a black like flake worm which I don't have too much luck on. Usually the white worm is my jam. Um, I've had a lot of a lot of success with the white worms, the white trout worms, and regular large stick bait, which is just a larger worm. Um, just dropping it, no weight on it, just the hook and the worm. I don't put split shot on. Um, I want to feel everything the fish is doing. I want the presentation to be as natural as possible. I want them to suck that in and not have any you know, weight behind that. I want them to pull that thing in to their mouth so I can hook them. So hopefully that answers your question. Uh, I appreciate your question as well. And uh, thanks for listening. All right.